Shit, Dave, it's our Christmas special. Did you get me something? I did not. Oh, but shit, Dave. But it's not actually Christmas, and go fuck yourself. Oh, but Christmas, Dave. What, did you get me something? Shit, no. Right, well, we got tons of shit for you today. Yes, episode 50. Now, we're doing Christmas top fives. It gets controversial. I guess it could. Plus, I'm going to teach you about a brand new conspiracy. Can't wait. I know you can't. We also have a movie review. It's not Christmas related somehow. There's just been so much Christmas. Goddamn. Right, that's fair. I'm also telling my chitron a bedtime story. There's post-apocalyptica. It's zombie Christmas. And we're going to start this bullshit off with some holiday advice from yours truly. This could be another fucking shit show. But a holiday-themed shit show. On episode 50 of The The David Anger Show. It's Dave and Angus. It's Dave. All right, so Skycast went Christmas as fuck this year. Yes, they did. Well, you got some weird shit you want to share. Well, it's such a weird time of year. People lose their shit. And most of the chaos, besides the weather, has to do with money. And families, Dave. Goddamn, I hate families. Right, okay. They're really overrated. All right, well, I thought we'd talk about the economy a little bit. Oh, yeah, people perk right up at that I, shit. I just found some weird stuff out. Whatever, Dick Cheese, lay it on us. God, damn what? it. We're having fun, there's eggnog. Yeah, with a whole shitload of moonshine in it. Fuck yeah, whatever, teach me something, Dave. All right, here's some Christmas spending facts, I guess. All right, where'd you get this from? A, a journalist named Jack Flynn. Okay. It's called 20 Incredible Spending Statistics 2022. All right, shit, I'll go get my pillow. Whatever, real quick. Americans apparently plan to spend an average of $932 this holiday. On fucking what? On holiday stuff, on gifts, on, you know, God food. Damn, dude. If my wife spent even half that on fucking stupid-ass Christmas, I would end up on a true crime podcast as a subject. Right, well, on average, $932. Right, so some guy's buying his wife a yacht somewhere, and I think checks notes. Pretty sure I bought my wife a toilet seat. Haven't you done that gift before? Bojo likes to keep fresh toilet seats around the house, you know? Okay, all right. Well, anyway, 60% of U.S. shoppers like to shop online. That's it? I should say prefer to shop online. All right. Now, overall, people are going to spend about $178 billion on gifts. And you didn't get me shit. Fuck no. But the retail business itself is even bigger. It's $886.7 billion. That was 2021's numbers. Well, shiver my biscuit tits. Whatever the fuck that means. All right. Holiday shopping accounts for 30% of all retail sales. Damn, this makes or breaks many businesses. Now, this is definitely the time to show your favorite businesses that you care. I mean, if you want to. We're not your fucking parents. Right. But, you know. What else? you got for us? Well, again, according to this article, 21 million real Christmas trees were purchased in 2021. 21 million. Yeah, well, the average is between 20 and 30 real Christmas trees. Shit, those things are spendy, too. Yeah, according to this article, one in five Americans are willing to spend over $200 on their tree. Yeah, not it. Right. Not doing that. Well, here's one. Gift cards make up 20% of holiday spending. If I was to get people things, which I don't, I would get them that. Well, makes sense. Then people can get what they want. Well, fucking kumbaya, Dave. Well, just in case you guys are wondering, 42% of Americans think Christmas spending will leave them in debt. Not if you don't care if your children have a nice Christmas. That's fair, but overall, one in three Americans said they spent more than they could afford in 2021. Dude, I had to put Taco Bell on my credit card last week. You do have a fuckload of kids. Yeah, but it feels weird paying interest on a cheesy gordita crunch. That's fair. Well, you're in good company if you feel like you're going into debt, because it feels like most of us do that. That's why every time I see that Mercedes-Benz commercial, I want to just find some guy that works at Mercedes-Benz and just punch him in the dick. Okay, that's a little far. My wife Bojo sees that, and then I give her a toilet seat, and you know the comparisons are made. It's the thought that counts, and you know. My wife's prayer priorities revolve around where she sits to poop, Dave. I respect that. Yeah, well, everyone in my house just lives in fear of it, Dave. All right, well, here's some interesting statistics about generations. Where's that pillow? Of all the major groups running around this country, it's millennials that plan to spend the most on Christmas gifts this year. That's a lot of avocado toast. Followed by Gen X, the baby boomers, and then Gen Z. For Christmas this year, Gen Z, you get credit card debt. Right, well, due to inflation this year, we do see a decrease in the amount of presents people are going to get. No shit, Dave. Nobody's getting shit from me. I I don't remember ever getting anything from you. You got a good memory. According to this, the average 
average person is expected to spend at least $330 on gifts per child in 2022. Oh, shit. That's just projected on average. The amount of money I'm spending on my children per child is statistically insignificant compared to $300. Okay. God damn, I'm going to start making my children toys. Fair enough. Just another thing. 40% of all Christmas gifts are bought only a week before Christmas. Mm. So if you're out there rushing around. I'm not. Uh, 62% of us are. I don't give a no, shit. We know, Angus. Bah humfuck, Dave. Yeah, bah humfuck, Angus. Are you done? Can we get on with the show? Um, I think the main takeaway is this is a hugely chaotic week. Yeah, remember, wet noodles. No, wet noodles. No, don't punch people. No, you're wet noodling. And no, if you hit somebody, no, just be like, it's no. Christmas. Sorry, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. No, Happy holidays. No, this is the time of year that people are really making their living. So people in the service industry are fucking fried. No, it's a great time to be extra kind. Fucking sha-la-la day. All right, well, thanks to Jack Flynn. This is your research, and I hope you did a good job because I didn't fact check it for shit. Well done, Dave. No, you're not one to talk. All the studies I use have been blighted by double empiricals. <laughs> okay. Whatever, let's move on. This is my holiday advice. We've been together for some holidays this year. And you've given them terrible advice. Wet noodles is something that will serve them for the rest of their lives. Now, as you guys know, Christmas is on Sunday this year. Right. And the National Football League has fucking hooked you up. Mom, there's three games. Right. But let's be honest. Most of us don't give a fuck about sports ball. I like football. Yeah, we know, Dave. There's also five NBA games on. Doesn't matter. I mean, it matters to me. Sports ball will be all around you. Probably. So here's how you survive that shit. Last week, we talked about day drinking. Yes. So you're halfway there. Now for fuck. But now you got to figure out how to isolate yourself from the dumb shit that's going to be said and or watched. You're teaching them how to be antisocial with their families. People can do what they will with the knowledge that an anger spreads. Oh, fuck. All right, here we go. Write this shit down. Yikes. Now, first, you're going to need a Santa hat. Okay. You'll also need earbuds or earbuds or whatever the fuck things are called these days. Right. And if you have a wife that has a shit ton of pillows, yeah. here comes the one benefit to that. What? Well, like we talked about last week, you want to choose a place to sit right. and then never move from there. Including shitting and pissing in adult diapers. Dave gets it. Yikes. Now, you're going to want to set up some sort of perimeter with the pillows and or Christmas decorations. What? Use your environment, Dave. A, a perimeter? You want to create a bunch of barriers, especially for the chit to keep them away from you. With pillows? I mean, I get this works best at your own house. Yeah. That's why I said use Christmas decorations. Maybe put a tree in front of you. You want people to start moving around other people's Christmas trees? You want to make eye contact difficult. Holy shit. If you can get away with sunglasses, fucking go for it. What are we talking about? All right, you set up your obstacles. Weird. You got your space. You're shitting and pissing in your pants. And as we previously discussed, you should have a designated chitron to get you drinks and shit. Right. Don't forget the Reese's Pieces. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you are, probably on a couch. Right. Hopefully now both inconspicuous and isolated. Okay. And the sports ball's on, right? In this thing we've made up, sure. Well, now what you need to do is throw your earbuds in. Right. And throw that Santa hat over the earbuds. Cover the ears. And then listen to the fucking Dave and Angus show and enjoy your fucking Christmas. Number crying loud. Maybe go to scatcast.com and get yourself some Dave and Angus merch. Treat yourself, you know? Right, well, we at Scatcast don't recommend you listen to Angus. Well, I'm telling you right now, Scatcast would appreciate it if you went to the merch store. No, I'm not saying that, but any of the other things Angus says. This is a way, Dave. This is a way to make your family feel bad. Well, it serves them fucking right. All right, well, this has been a huge waste of time. No, man, this is the time to shine for those throw pillows on the bed. I don't see how you think that's going to work. People are going to be like, what the fuck are the pillows doing out? Build a fort. What the fuck ever? We're moving on. Save yourselves. The David Angus Show will be right back after these very, very stupid messages. Are you tired of fast food that isn't good for you? Not really. Do you always struggle to find healthy options at the chain restaurants? No. Well, the Unified Organic Food Producers of America have got you covered. Mm-hmm. It's time for fast food that's good for you and the earth, too. Oh, Introducing Fast Veg. Fast Veg. It's the fast food experience you know and love, okay. but without killing the earth. I don't know. Haven't you ever just thought to yourself, damn, I wish I had 31 choices of a salad? Not once. Well, that's good, because we only have 26, but 26 different salads. Okay. Fast Veg is the fast food that feeds your soul, Dumb. but also your 70 trillion to 100 trillion cells. Uh, it's fast food for people that care about the earth, care about themselves, and care about the... Wait, what's that? What do you mean Fast Veg is out of business? We just started. We just opened. What do you mean pretentious cunts? We serve salads. Okay, well, apparently my company's just gone out of business. What do you mean I lost $100 million? Uh, 
You know, not everybody's born with a horse cock. Why are you looking at me, dude? Fuck you. No longer do you have to rely on your personality and or personal finances. What? Introducing new Pump It Up condoms by Scat Tech. Pump it what? Pump it way up. Whoa. This reusable, insertable jizz sock is the state-of-the-art cock enhancement. Don't you think 12 inches is a little too big? Pump it up. Reusable super condoms makes everyone a magnum. Yeah, but what woman would want this? Oh, you'd be fucking surprised. Whoa. But who cares what women want? You want a giant cock. Yeah. Well, you know you can't afford the 85 grand for the penile implant. Fuck no. Pump it up condoms. You literally wear this shit over your cock and pump it up. Oh, can I try, dude? Get your dick in there. Oh, dude. Oh, oh dude. Pump it up condoms by Scout Tech. Oh, oh fuck. Oh. Use only as directed. I mean, is there any chance Zach is getting into heaven at this point? I don't think so. Back to the show. Top five. David Angus Top five. Favorite Christmas shit we like. Yeah. Top five. David Angus Top five. For you. So we're talking our favorite Christmas yep. shit. I guess that's what makes it our Christmas special. Right. Well, we thought we'd start with our top five made-up Christmas characters. Now, all the creatures, animals, all the things made up for Christmas. Right. Fucking elves. The who's from Whoville. Yep. Whatever. It's a festive make-believe thing. Right. Let's dig in. What's your number five? My number five is Krampus. Dave's leaning into the devil. It's not about the devil. I kind of like the Halloween kind of aspect it brings to Christmas, though. Yeah, Dave's a creepy bitch. All right. My number five is Santa and his reindeer. That's your number five. It's not my favorite part of Christmas, but I don't think we could have Christmas without it. That's fair. I mean, bah hum fucking whatnot, but you know, Santa's all right. Right. Well, my number four is Frau Perkta. Gesundheit? Now, remember, we learned about her in the dipshit files. Yeah, I don't pay attention to stuff. She was like Santa and Krampus combined together. Weird shit from Dave, not surprised. Whatever. My number four, the ghost of Christmas present. All right, the giant? He was the most pleasant of a Christmas carol's ghost, I would say. All right, how so? Well, the last ghost is a dick. Right. And the first ghost is like his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. But that second ghost is having like a food-eating contest in his kitchen. Yeah, that's true. He's a man and or ghost after my own heart and or stomach. Okay, okay. Give us your number three, David. I like the made-up character of Jack Frost. Is it because you play Jack Frost? in the Scatcast universe? Partially. You seem to like the Naughty Cats, Dave. I guess so. What the fuck does Jack Frost even do besides just make everybody cold? I don't know. It's just an interesting character, I guess. Shit. What's your number three? My number three made-up characters of all time for Christmas is the Coke-drinking polar bears, Dave. What? Really? Not the little baby polar bear so cute. It is cute, but number three. I never get in the Christmas mood until I see that cute little polar bear drinking from that bottle, man. All right. All right what's your number two, right? Yeah, we're on two. Mine is the Grinch. Oh, shit. The Darth Vader of Christmas. Right. Well, like you, I don't feel like it's the Christmas season until the Grinch has been absorbed a bit. Right. Well, that's sad and dumb. Yeah. All right. My number two. Goddamn. Frosty the Snowman. Really? I didn't picture you as a Frosty the Snowman fan. Well, I'm a big fan of magic hats, though. I see. So it all comes together. All right. And your number one fictional character of Christmas? It's Santa Claus. Number one for Santa. Yep, it's my favorite. Favorite part of Christmas. Were you fucking ridiculous? Whatever. What's your number one? Jesus Christ. Ang- Angus, that's oh, here not, we go. Here we go. That's not really in the spirit of this. An Angus do what an Angus do, Dave. Whatever. Fine. All right. Let's move on. This is our top five decorations for Christmas. Yeah, especially since I don't give a fuck about decorations. Right. Well, I enjoy this time of year because of the decorations. All right. So let's do our top fives. What's your number five, Dave? I chose Elf on a Shelf. Right, here we go again. Mainstream Dave. What is a fun tradition? Is it though, Dave? I mean, I fucking think it is. Whatever. Fine. My number five is an angel on top of the tree. Okay. I don't know why you want to shove a treetop up an angel's ass, but it looks nice. Okay. I think that's why. Right. Well, and Angus concurs. What's your number four, David? I've always been a big fan of those little Christmas villages. You know, how they set them up, the little porcelain things. Yeah, you used to have a shitload of those. What happened to those things? You were playing baseball in my tiny house living room. Oh, yeah, with the Christmas village stuff. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Why was I doing that? Alcohol. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. My number four is stockings. Christmas stockings, Dave. Gotta hang them with care. Shut the fuck up, Dave. God damn it. I'm kidding, man. As an adult man, my stocking is my only source of any kind of presents ever. Right. Besides, you know, the tie that my dumb children gave yeah, me. You wear a tie like once a year. 
not happily. All right, my number three is Christmas lights. Is this the indoor or the outdoor? I think we agreed that we just say Christmas lights as a whole. Dumb. But I love looking at Christmas lights, driving around, looking at people's homes. Well, that sounds terrible. Whatever. All right, my number three are the big blow-up, like, inflatable shit things. Not like big snowmen and Santas. Well, yeah, if you don't want to go home, you should go big, you know? Right. Plus, it's a way to flex on your neighbors and be like, I have more expendable money than you. Okay. All right, what's your number two? I've always been a fan of the advent calendar. Is that the one with the chocolate in yeah, it? the little windows. You count down Christmas. Yeah, Dave, your choices are supposed to get better as you get closer to number one. Whatever. My mom used to have a fun little thing with me that we would do with those. It was a lot of fun. Oh shit. Shut up, Dave. Goddamn, how drunk are you? Very. My number two are beer cans on the Christmas tree. Okay. It's a Blackburn tradition, and you know. Okay, my number one is a tree. Just straight up the Christmas tree. Yep. Boring, but still mainstream, as always, Dave. Yeah, yeah. What's your number one? Well, hopefully Steve is giving me a drum roll. I would say my number one decoration of all time for Christmas are Christmas tree ornaments, David. Okay. Especially ones that are shaped like guitars. Right, because you play guitar. Fucking A right. And you should see how intricate they get, man. Last year I got one and it's got a case and everything. Okay. Well, those are our top five decorations. Right. And that leads us to our last thing here for our top five for this here Christmas special. Yeah, we're going to do our top five classic Christmas songs. That's right. So start it up. All right. Well, I've always had kind of an affinity for the uh, Bing Crosby white Christmas. I don't know why motherfuckers always cheer for snow, but whatever. Yeah. All right. What's your number five? My number five is Jingle Bells, but not the normal version, the Batman Smells version. Okay. Just to be a troll. Basically. All right. Well, my number four is Silver Bells. Mainstream, slow, whatever. It's a beautiful song. My number four's got a rock edge to it, man. It's rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah, that's not mainstream at all. It's basically punk rock for fucking Christmas, Dave. All right, well, my number three is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Don't tell me what to do, Dave. Yeah, right, what's your number three? My number three is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. All right. That song teaches you you should shine your stupid little light into the world despite the cunts around you. Okay, fuck yeah, it is. All right, my number two is The Most Wonderful Time of Year. Yeah, songs are supposed to get better as you get closer to the top, Dave. Fuck you, that's a great song. Yeah, yeah. My number two is the song from Christmas Vacation. Oh. You know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I totally know that one. That one perks me up every time I hear it. All right. All right, give us your mainstream top bullshit. Yeah. All right, well, it's Silent Night. Holy shit, Dave. What? I love that song. Fuck you. Yikes, whatever. All right, here, empirically, let me get a drum roll. All right, uh, greatest song of all time, Christmas songs. Here it is. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. All right, greatest of all time, huh? It's the only song that has the guts to hope for what we're all thinking. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about, let's be honest, a lot of our grandmas suck. Oh my God, all right. Well, those are our top five of the fucking creatures and decorations and Christmas songs of Christmas. Yeah, you're welcome. Right. We'll be right back after these messages. Well, fuck me dead, you wallaby bum sniffers. Excuse me? Oh, I'm from Outback Steakhouse. Okay. You forgot about us, you crikey fucks. Oh, I guess so. Why the fuck do you not like us anymore? No, we still like you, Outback Steakhouse. Crikey fucking cunt fuck. Oh, you're at the mall. I just don't go to the mall. Well, you say a relationship. I have fond memories of your blooming onion. We haven't even tried the shack biscuit. I'm afraid of some of your menu items. Crocky fucking cunt. Hey, you there. Let me make your business look pro as fuck. With Scaprand promotion. Check it out. Step one, let's get you a website. Okay. There. Doesn't that look great? Not really. Well, maybe it needs a logo, silly. Definitely needs something. I also do logos. Could you make like a thing with my name look in it? Look at this crap. I don't really want that. Now let's get your business rolling. I don't. I'll make your business better with my tips and tricks. I'm just gonna serve food to people. And... Now that you're signed up, let me show you how to sell stuff and get other people to sell stuff for you. Whoa, 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 no. And then you can get them to sign up for a website. No, I make sandwiches. Then they make money and we all make money. It's a pyramid scheme. No, it's our triangle plan. What? Become a member of business through our pseudo business. I'm not signing anything. Sure, 99% of people that get involved in these sort of things don't make any money. Or lose money. Well, they're all probably a bunch of weak, saggy ball bags. Hey. Start to do business. I really don't trust you. Don't be a saggy testicle sack. Join the Scat Brand Promotions Triangle Plan. Then annoy the fuck out of your friends and family for like three weeks. And then totally give up. And then probably owe us a bunch of money for the product that we made you buy and or your family hates you i just wanted a website we own you now bing bong
I mean, you have to wonder if it's weed these guys are smoking down here. Right. Now back to the show. I don't know why we do this, but Angus is going to tell his chitrin some bedtime story stuff that it's Christmas related this time, so sorry in advance. All right, shut your pacifier shoots. It's story time. Yeah, we want mom to tell Where mama don't love you no more, so I'm telling you. All right, since it's Christmas, it's time to tell you the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You heard that one before? Yeah. All right, good. Here, once upon a time, there was a deer. His name was Rudolph, but something was fucked up about him. What's wrong? It was his stupid nose. What's wrong with his nose? Instead of a normal reindeer snot vent, old Rudolph was born with a light bulb on his face. Wait, what? Yep. That's not right. It's the story. It's how it goes. Okay. There was a big fucking red light on his face, and boy, it looked like shit. The other reindeer made fun of him pretty good, mm. and he was refused entrance into the reindeer games. Oh, and he would often go home to his parents and cry. Mommy, daddy. He would whine to his mommy and daddy deer. Why won't the other deer play with me? And the father deer said, it's because you're different, you weirdo. You should conform yourself to the others. And so they painted Rudolph's nose black. And slowly but surely, Rudolph was able to kind of just hang out with the other deer. Yeah. yeah, but he was awkward. And the other deer had already kind of formed a bunch of clicks. And then a bunch of shit happened, blah, blah, blah. Reindeer high school. Rudolph has to go to the prom with his mom. Then after high school, Rudolph gets a job at the gas station. Then he starts a band with a polar bear, a penguin, and an abominable snowman. They've got a rehearsal space, but they're not very good. Rudolph kind of dabbles and drugs a bit, and the world just keeps on spinning, Chitrin, you know? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, Rudolph takes the paint off his nose, and he's like, fuck it, I'm me. And the other reindeer are like, well, you suck. And Rudolph never got invited to shit. And hell, it was even hard for him to get a job. And like all lead singers of bands, if he hadn't had a girlfriend, he would have been homeless. Lucky for him, he was hung like a reindeer. What? Now, Rudolph's life was kind of going to shit. His band broke up, and his girlfriend threw him out on Christmas Eve, no less. Mm. And just while Rudolph was at his lowest, fixing to drown his woes in a bottle of Ripple, he got a call from Santa himself. Santa, Santa said, hey, you still got that dumb nose? And Rudolph was like, yeah. So Santa said, you should guide my sleigh tonight. And then how the reindeer loved him. And he shouted out with glee. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer is only loved when it's convenient. And Rudolph led that fucking sleigh so good. Yay. And he got all the presents to the good girls and boys. Yay, and then afterwards, he got some notoriety for his band, and they toured around the North Pole. Yeah. But eventually, drugs got to him, man. It really did. Mm -hmm. Forced him into an early retirement. And although he was able to live off the residuals of his autobiography, The Rudolph Story, My Life with a Red Light Bulb on My Face, with a forward by Blitzen. But old Rudolph never really found his place in the world after that one night. He did get a gig as a spokesperson for a local Ford Mercury dealership, but he ended up fading into obscurity. And it's said that one night Rudolph went into the woods drunk, and he was shot and killed by the same son of a bitch that killed Bambi's mom. And he was processed into some pretty decent steaks, jerky, and sausage. The end. And they didn't like that. Merry Christmas, children. Now go to bed. Get the hell out of here! Sorry. It's Angus Blackburn Jr. Conspiracy Corner, yeah. God, I hate this so much. Well, buckle up, bitch. I got important shit for you. Well, here we go. Now, we've talked a lot about the Illuminati scum. Far too much. But we've barely twisted the nipple on the subject. Okay. Now, one of the most important ways that the scum gets you yeah. is through entertainment. Didn't we already do all entertainers or Illuminati or whatever? Shut the fuck up, Dave. I'm going somewhere with this. I just want to rehash the same bullshit. Now, consider this some sort of update from one of the last conspiracies I was sharing. An update? And Angus has new information to share. Okay. We talked about Hollywood and rock star clones. We did. Well, thanks to a YouTube video, I have a new wrinkle. They're multi-dimensional shapeshifters. That's reptilians, Dave. Keep up. Yeah. I'm just going to lay it out for you. Please do. The Beatles were fake. What, is this a Paul McCartney is dead thing? No, Dave. The entirety of the Beatles is fake. Okay, well, I have several Beatle albums. No, you have fake albums. Well, they contain a number of my favorite fake songs, I guess. Dave likes the Beatles. Everybody shocked. But what? Mr. Mainstream Dave? We just get this fucking over with. What are you talking about? The Beatles were created. Yeah, by the Beatles. No, by the scum. Ugh. Look, let me break it down for you. I hate this. You know George Martin, the producer of the Beatles? Yes. Well, he's also part of the scum. Okay. And he and the royal family were like, we got to figure out some shit on how to control the masses. Mm -hmm. So they took George Martin, who's a genius. 
genius. I agree. And he found a whole bunch of doofuses from Liverpool. I wouldn't call him that. No, you're not hearing me, Dave. It's not John Paul Ringo and whatever the fucking guy is. George. They found a bunch of dudes that look similar. What? There were three John Lennons, Dave. No, what? You, you can see it in the noses. In the noses. And the eyes and the ears is they're all different. Isn't this your dumb body clone thing? No, come to find out they weren't clones. But people who look similar and then had plastic surgery and shit. Yeah, because plastic surgery in the 60s was just awesome. I'm telling you, Dave, the Beatles were a fake band. No. It was a revolving cast of almost identical actors. That sound exactly like the people that they're playing. Yes. And all the Pauls just happen to be left-handed bass players. Yep. You're ridiculous. No, man. George Martin wrote all the songs. No, he freaking didn't. Yes, him and Yoko Ono. What? No. Hmm? Fuck. God damn it. I haven't sourced that last part. This is a fucking dumbass. The Beatles were fake, Dave. So who sang all the songs? The fake Beatles. Okay, and who played all the music? The fake Beatles. So the fake Beatles made all those albums? Yes. So the Beatles made those albums? No. This is among the dumbest ones yet, and that's a high-ass bar. I'm telling you, Dave, they were a boy band for the crown. What? Contrived as part of the bread and circus. Look at the generation that they influenced, Dave. Almost all the music after them. That's right, Dave. It's not like they reinvented anything. It's just like punk music in the 70s, man. What? Yeah, when Richard Branson, the owner of Virgin, just decided to create the punk genre of the clothing and everything. That is, what the fuck are you talking about? The Illuminati come tell us what to like, Dave. No, they fucking do not. They present us a few options and we drool on the ones we like the best. Okay. There used to be three TV channels, Dave. Right. So the scum didn't tell us what to think, but what to think about. Right, and now we have 10 million options, so now what? They're all still scum. I guess we make fucking content. I'm pretty sure Zach's part of the scum. Zach, who's been wearing the same shoes for the last 15 years. Yeah. We'd be done now. When you acquiesce to the fact that the Beatles were fake. I do not see how that could be true. The scum created the Beatles. Fucking how? Why? What? Who? It was a bunch of knights and dudes and wizards and shit. What? Writing the songs and putting the spells on the tape. Putting spells on the tape? Yeah, under the moonlight for Satan. What in the fuck have you been watching? Bitch, shoot. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. Movie reviews from David Angus to you. Movie reviews. Fucking they're real good too. I watched a movie for you. Listen to me. So once again, Dave and I watched a movie. Yeah, and it was not a Christmas movie. I gotta be honest, once I've watched a couple of Christmas movies, I'm sick of them. That's fair. And this time we watched Jumanji in Space. Well, it was written by the writer of Jumanji. And had the exact same premise as Jumanji. Yeah, pretty much. It was called Zathura. Yeah, it was released November 11th, 2005. And it didn't do real good. Now, with a budget of $65 million, it brought in 64.3. Right, but fuck the box office. What did an Angus think? Right, that is what the people want to know. People just won't know what movies are good until it gets the full ALF treatment. I'm sure that's true. So what were the primitive pre-ALF grading system scores? The review Viewers on Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 76%. That's decent. But the audience score was much lower at 51%. So once again, the critics in the audience watched a different movie. Yeah, it seems like it. What the fuck is a critic? Who are these people? What do you mean? They're people that watch movies for a living, I guess. Yeah, but how do you learn to watch a movie? Well, you go to film school and you learn how a cinema is made. So that you can just shit on it? Well, you don't want people going and seeing bad movies. Why the fuck not? Well, because that incentivizes more bad movies being made. You know, I could see if Steven Spielberg was a critic and then shit on somebody's movie. Well, because he made a bunch of movies. Yeah, thinking you know how to make a movie and then, you know making a movie? Yeah. I imagine they're different things, Dave. Right, but we all know how to watch a movie, because that's what we do. I just can't imagine non-artists shitting on artists, as that's like their art. I don't think anybody thinks critics are artists. Oh yeah, we'll stand back, and Angus is about to reinvent the field. Yeah. With the ALF system? It's double-blind artistic empiricals, man. It is, okay. Whatever, shit. More details about the movie. Who the fuck was in it? Well, Tim Robbins was the dad. Right, and a sparkly vampire girl was in it, right? And Kristen Stewart was in it, yes. And I like Dak Shepard, man. He's in it. Right, comedian. But the stars of the movie are two dumb kids. Yeah, the youngest of the kids is named Jonah Bobo. 
Right, and then there was an older brother type character. His name is Josh Hutcherson. And wasn't one of the Star Wars guys like the director or some shit? That was directed by John Favreau. So minus being led by some children. It had all the elements of a hit movie. You're not going to start ragging on the kids, are you? It's been 17 years, Dave. Right. It's an Angus's turn. Whatever. So the movie was basically like Jumanji. Yeah, dumb children who are sad find a creepy-ass old board game. The board game has magic powers. And the kids are rude to each other, and their character arc is just being cunts to each other until the very end when they're not. Right. And also, the magic powers are like fucking evil, man. It's an adventure game. Right. Well, as you can imagine, when they start to play the game, shit happens. They end up in space, and there's aliens. There's a whole bunch of space shit. And there's sentimental moments and humor. There's a house in space where all the people can breathe fucking in space. Right. Well, it's a fantasy movie. It's not following science. Yeah, I kind of pile drive science. One could say that. I'm fucking saying it. All right. So kids in space playing a game, and weird shit happens. Right. So let's grade this bitch. How many whatever Dave gives did Dave give? I mean, I give stars. It's not as good as the ALF system. But trademark Angus Blackburn Jr. I'm pretty sure you can't trademark someone else's trademark. I'll see that puppet in court. Oh, boy. Well, I enjoyed the movie. All right. I think a lot of people criticized the movie because it was Jumanji. Right. We know in space. Yeah, we established that. And for some reason, people were like, fuck you. They really were. And we all love Jumanji. We totally did. And Hollywood producers were sitting around on their pile of money, and they were like, well, how do we get another movie like that? Let's put it in space. Put that shit in space. It makes sense. Star Wars is in space. And people like that shit. Put it in space. I think that was just too on the nose for the audience. Yeah, we all collectively said, yeah, we'll rent that shit. And the movie has kind of got an underground following. Because we do like Jumanji and all its derivatives. Yeah, just didn't work in November of 2005 for some reason. Wasn't there like a Harry Potter movie? Yeah, there was. Yeah. But overall, I gave the movie 3.75 stars. A three and three quarter stars, Dave? Yeah. That's what you're doing in yeah. stars? I've been doing stars the whole fucking time. And that's out of five. Yes. So you liked it-ish. Yeah, I thought it was really well made. It looked beautiful. You just wanted to slap them chitrin, though, didn't yeah. you? I wouldn't put it like that. Well, here's how an Angus would put it. It's time for the ALF grading system. Man. Now, for the first potential one point, does this movie make sense to an Angus? Did it make sense to you? Yes and no, Dave. Okay. The idea of Jumanji in space makes sense to an Angus. Okay. But much of the backstory that makes that shit make sense in this movie does not make sense to an Angus. I think that makes sense to me. But generally, it was pretty simple. So out of one ALF, I gave it three quarters an ALF. Yeah. If you're scoring at home, that looks like an ALF minus his ass and a leg. Okay. Next, we have to ask, does it engage in Angus continually? Did the movie hold your interest? It did, although a lot of my interest was slapping them chitrin. Okay. So I grant this movie the full ALF. Well, how kind of you. I know. Now, next, we have to ask, does Angus give a fuck about the characters. And how does an Angus answer? Well, I did care about Dak Shepard's character. Okay. And eventually I found myself cheering for the chip. All right, that's good. So once again, an Angus grants three quarters of an alpha. Okay. Now that brings us to the question, does it stimulate an Angus's emotional? Certainly the most important question. This movie can kick you in the dick. Okay. I won't do any spoilers, but I grant Zathura one full alpha. I did pretty good in the emotional department. And Angus isn't afraid to admit I blubbered like a seal's taint. What? Oh, it's made of blubber? You fucking get it, bitch. We just finished. All right, the final alpha to be granted. Would an Angus watch Zathura again or recommend it to his friends. Yep. And the answer is? I give it the full off. Right. I'm not going to watch it again for many years, but I'll probably watch it again. Right. But you'd recommend it? Yeah, if you want to watch Jumanji in Space, it's Jumanji in Space with Dax Shepard. And Kristen Stewart and Tim Robbins and those two kids. Fuck them kids, Dave. Right, well, overall, how many alphas is that? Well, Zathura gets a respectable 4.5 alphas. Right, out of 5 alphas. Actually, it's out of 5.3 alphas. It's a very sophisticated system. Okay, so Angus liked it a lot. Jumanji Not in Space was excellent, and this is also good. Yeah, and I also thought it was pretty good. I'd recommend seeing it if you haven't. Fuck yeah, Angus is out to yet another movie. You're welcome. Yikes. After Dave and Angus show, we'll be right back after these dumb things. Oh, no, get away from me, Arby's. No, hear me out. No, I don't want to. Finley cut genetically modified re-engineered dinosaur meat. Where do you think? Can we just have the potato cakes back? Dinosaur! 
Yeah, welcome to Taco Bell. What can we get for you? Yeah, can I get a double decker supreme? Yeah, this isn't the 90s, sir. Yeah, can I get a cheesy fiesta potato? Yeah, we don't do those anymore. Mexi tots? We stopped doing those last month. You got those nacho fries? Oh, yeah, we sure do. Okay, I'll get two orders of nacho fries. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Nacho fries were just discontinued. Like just a second? Are you having trouble reading the menu, sir? No, can I get one of those mini chicken rolled quesadillas? Yeah, we don't have those anymore. Can I get a Mexican pizza? We brought them back, but we discontinued. Can I get a Crunchwrap Supreme? Yeah, we discontinued those. Okay, do you still have tacos at Taco Bell? Doritos Locos Nacho Cheese or Doritos Locos Cool Ranch? Can I just get, like, a regular taco? <sighs> I guess don't still have those cinnamon twists, do you? Discontinued. What about a seven-layer burrito? Don't have them. What about a beefy Frito burrito? Discontinued. Loaded grillers? Gone. Spicy tostada? No. Nope. You gotta still have the grilled steak soft taco? <laughs> For, like, a weekend. Nacho Supreme? You'd think, right? No. What about the chips and dip? You gotta still have the chips and dip? Nope. Everything you like is gone. Just give me whatever you think I should have. <laughs> Now it's time for Post-Apocalyptica's Zombie Christmas on the Scatcast Network. It's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. It fucking sucks. It's the end of the world. I don't like it. I'm here to live it. He's gonna die. Shut up. Angus here. It's fucking zombie Christmas in the post-apocalyptica. I gotta be honest, zombie Christmas sucks zombie asshole. And I'm stuck narrating because narrator guy's a bitch. Right now we're in Spokane's highly fortified Riverfront Park. It was nighttime and I had fat cats in each of the two gun turrets. Angus. Dave said sloppily. Uh, here we go. What is it? I asked like a badass. Matthew Pernard, Jason Clayser, and Sean Bird haven't checked in. You mean blue team, motherfucker? I said cool as fuckedly. Right. Well, they haven't checked back in yet. He said with snot dripping out his nose. Angus, goddammit. So I looked up at Chris Eason in Tower 1. And then over to Jose Montez in Tower 2. They both nodded at me, kind of like that bearded guy in that meme. You mean Robert Redford? No, the bearded guy that looks like a bear that nods, you know, like all like approvingly. Yeah, it's Robert Redford from the movie Jeremiah Johnson. What the fuck ever. Yeah, they both same. knew and Angus had to go out there and that they would have to find replacement turret cunts because they gotta come with me. Well, we could pick from any of the alley cats like Michelle Betts or John Whitehorn or Brian Crandall. Alley cats are awesome. I'd pick maybe Deja Arnold or Jadis Combs. Maybe James Bolton, Lynn Hoagland, or Mark King could fill the role. Well, the gun turrets were our most important line of defense. You see, we've been fighting zombies for a long time. Oh, here we go. And now some sort of weird reward, some surviving assholes from Colorado who've decided to try and restart the dumb government gave us a whole bunch of military shit. Yeah, we've got fencing, razor wire, and two towers with spotlights and a big-ass machine gun. Things fucking loud. They also dropped off about 200 survivors on us. Yeah, we got a lot of mouths to feed. But my family and Dave, we still stay in the clock tower. Oh, nobody wants to go in there because your feet. It definitely smells lived in in there. There's not enough Lysol on Earth. Yeah. Well, it was time to find our friends in Blue Team. Or we're somewhere out there in downtown Spokane fucking around. Oh, they could be in trouble. They're definitely in trouble when I find them. Angus, they're grown men. We gotta have order in the zombie apocalypse, Dave. A couple months ago, you just sat on your ass and watched John claude Van Damme movies. Well, now Angus is a leader of folks, Dave. Yeah, well, I think I liked it the other way. Dave said like a bitch. God damn it. So I gathered up my red team of Jose Montez, Chris Eason, and Don the Shitbox Wizard, plus his cool Fallout 4 mask. Right. They opened up the gates for us, and we walked into the unsafe world of zombie Christmas. Right. Oh, yeah, and we had fucking zombie Steve with us, too. I'm not really a zombie anymore. Whatever, you just got done biting the shit out of Don five seconds ago. He knows I love him. Whatever. Are you gonna put up with that shit, Don? Zombie Steve is my buddy. Donald Fisher said from behind his kick-ass mask, he's your buddy? I asked looking at the bite marks bleeding. Are you my buddy, Zombie Steve? I'm totally your buddy. Who is a buddy? I'm your buddy. Dude, he's bit you like 700 times. Zombie Steve and I had become pretty close over You become close over him biting the fuck out of you. But before he could answer, Zombie Steve bit the fuck out of him again. Ow! Don yelled. Fuck your dumb zombie uh, uh, face, Zombie Steve. Sorry. And so it went. I just looked over at Chris Ace and Ho J 
Dante Montez and check my head. I don't like Zombie Steve at all. OJ said to Eason. Why are we hanging out with the fucking zombie in the first place? Eason asked Montez. No, zombie Steve used to be a co-worker of ours. Dave said, interrupting and making it kind of awkward. Whatever. As I quietly subtracted three of Dave's Angus bucks. Fucking take them all. Minus five. Yeah. As we walked through downtown Spokane, we noticed it was a fucking mess. Yeah. Significantly more so than before the apocalypse. Yeah, Spokane was a great place to live. Dave said, lying to himself. It's my home and I'm proud of it. He said, hometown douchingly. Yeah, yeah. Now, lucky for us, we weren't just walking around downtown Spokane blindly. Footsteps lead this way. OJ said, pointing out the obvious. Well, do go fuck yourself, Angus. He said, losing five Angus bucks. Look over there. Chris Easton said, pointing out a trail of blood. That's a lot of blood. And Dave was right. But the streets of Spokane were littered with bodies at this point. It's fresh blood on pretty fresh snow following the trail of our friends. Dave said, like a shark knackle. What the fuck is a shark knackle? Oh, don't mind me, Dave. I'm just reinventing the English language for fun. Yeah, yeah. We followed the trail for quite some time. But because the dirty ass zombie snow was coming down hard, we lost track of the trail. But what we did find were a bunch of moody cunty zombies. About two dozen of them. And they all wanted to butter our muffins. Goddamn, Jose Montez. That's how you blow a zombie's head off. It was nothing. No, that shit was terrible. I think we might have lost him. Whatever, Easton, how many did you fry? I think I got like six. Are you out of fire juice? Yeah. Easton said, standing next to Jose, looking like badasses. But then I looked around. Where the hell zombie Steve? I asked with that Clint Eastwood look in my eye. I don't know. Dave said like a dumb. Fuck you. Easton and Montez shook their head. Then I looked deep into the plastic visor of Don's kick-ass mask. Where the fuck's zombie Steve? I asked all Brad Pittingly. How should I know? He said, still bleeding from his Steve bites. But then Steve came up from behind us. Hey. Oh shit, there you are, I said. Yep, here I am. Then I looked back over at the shitbox wizard and asked, can I have your cool Fallout 4 mask on? And he replied, for the last time, okay, get your own mask. He said, losing five Angus bucks. We're not doing fucking Angus bucks. Dave said, minus five Angus bucks at least. God damn it. Now we had managed to lose the zombies, but we also lost the trail of our friends and they weren't answering their damn walkie-talkies. But that's when Chris Eason said, hey, look over there. And we all looked where he was pointing. Why, it's blue team. OJ said, verifying that there was indeed a blue team. Whatever. Dave whinged. God damn it. But it was indeed blue team. And like Santa Claus, they were carrying sacks of goodies. Where the fuck have you guys been? I beckoned into the wind. Dude, we found beans. Jason Claser said. And chips. Matthew yes. Pernard yes. yelled. And John Claude Van Damme DVDs. Sean Bird said. It looks like they went Christmas shopping. Dave Wretch. I didn't fucking wretch. What? Shut up, Dave. You shut up. Whatever. As I approached Blue Team, I gave each one of them a hug. Matthew Pernard, thank you for yep. your support. Don't touch me. Jason Claser, come here. Dude. JK, bro. Okay. Thank you, brother. Yep. Thank you. All right. Sean Bird, come here. Come here. Yep. Yep. That's right. Okay. Bring it in. That's right. All right. Then I turned to my red team and I hugged Jose Montes. Thank oh. you for your support, yep. motherfucker. All yep. right. I appreciate the shit out yep. of you. All right. Then, then I grabbed Chris Eason and I hugged his ass tight. Yeah, You're I the don't. man, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate I you. Be out. You yeah. got me. Okay. Yeah, you gave me a gold goddamn hundred dollar yeah. bill. I'll yeah. tell you what, I like gold yeah. more than fucking normal dollar bills. Yeah. Tell you what. Yeah. Okay, let go of me. And then Angus looked over at the shitbox wizard. I can't have my wife and my kids because they're probably zombies and or dead. But I'm proud to share this zombie Christmas with you, Donald Fisher. Come here. And the two of them embraced. But at that moment, zombie Steve bit Don again. Don't bite. Sorry. And we were discovered by a new horde of zombies. Now, oh, for fuck's sake, I said podcast award-winningly. Holy shit. Then Don looked at me with his cool-ass mask and said, Zombie Christmas sucks. And Donald Fisher was right. And so we shot the fuck out of some zombies. <laughs> hey there. I'm Dr. Smoggy, here to tell all you backnars about the Schmignos. Nope, nope, this hey, is about humans. Oh, this is, oh, humans? Yeah. Hey, Dr. Schmoggy's beard and ball hair oil for humans. Eh? I know it's been sold out, but there's a new batch that just got milked. <gasps> hey, but you can check out that and all your favorite merch from all your favorite Scatcast shows, oh. like the Adventures of Gunner Halifax. You can buy your own red shirt. It has a target on the back, just like the official ones on the spade. It looks pretty nice. Or you can get shit from Liam the Monster Hunter. It's mainly crap with pigeons on it. <laughs> Eat fucking shit, Barfield. <laughs> get the fuck off my face. Get the fuck off my face. 
Hey, there's merch for the dipshit files and the just the ride podcast and even this bullshit you're listening to now. Hey. So check out scatcast.com or sign up for Patreon for even more merch shit. Hey. Yeah, plus I get a discount. Dr. Schmogie's beard and ball hair oil for humans. It doesn't make your dick do that thing that it used to do anymore, I promise. Hey. And now the conclusion of Damon Angus in Post-Apocalyptica. Zombie Christmas. God damn it, Dad, your feet are awful. My son RC said, losing five Angus bucks. Will you please knock it off of that shit? Dave said irritatingly. Whatever. Twas the night before Zombie Christmas. And all through the clock tower, over 200 assholes were watching over us. Because there were zombies outside. And we're thankful for them. You can join our ranks at patreon.com forward slash scatcast. That's right. We should be looking for mom. Now this again. We're going to get out there and look forward next week for sure. I said, lying my ass off. God damn it. And then I heard a pitter-patter outside. My door. What the fuck was that? I rose to the doorway to look out the hall. And what to your wondering eyes did appear? While it was Alan Sweeting, he stole another can of beans from my dad and was sprinting down the hallway. Come back here, you son of a bitch and bean thief! You know that's the fourth time he's broken out of the brig? You know, I think Alan has his own beans. He just likes to fuck with my dad. That seems about right. And just as we were about to wrap this episode up, the fat cats came to the clock tower living room. Oh my god, it smells like feet. Chris Eason complained, minus one Angus Buck. I feel like a mop is sick. OJ said, kind of bending over. Is that the smell of feet or the butthole of Satan? Sean Burrett said, losing three Angus Bucks. Dude, are there dead bodies in here or something? Jason J.K. Bro Clacer asked. Minus two Angus Bucks. This cannot be good for your lungs. Matthew Pernar said, kind of flinging his ninja sword around a bit to kind of move the air around. Well, dude. Jason Clacer said, as Matthew Pernar's blade missed his ear by like just a millimeter, just a couple millimeters. Sorry, dude. It's cool. Then I looked at the shitbox wizard who didn't seem to be phased at all. And I said to him, give me that goddamn cool mask. It should be an Angus's. In which he replied, get your own mask. And then Angus basically threw a fit. Whatever. What the fuck do you guys want? I said, not throwing a fitting. Well, we brought you a Christmas present. Matthew Pernar said. Yeah, dude, Merry Christmas. Said the JK bro. Happy holidays. OJ Montez exclaimed. Happy Hanukkah. Sean Burt said, putting two thumbs up. Happy Beavis Bordak Day. Chris Easton said, referencing some other show and losing three Angus bucks. Yeah, I don't care. Merry Chris Kwanzaa. Don Fisher said, probably smiling. We don't know. We can't say behind the damn mask. No. Yeah, anyway, here's your present. Matthew Pernar said as he handed me something special. Oh, wow. Is this a DVD copy of No Retreat, No Surrender from 1985, John Claude Van Damme's first movie? Yeah. I asked with a Christmas twinkle in my eye. We found it at a thrift store. Jason Clacer said. We found this there too. Jose Montez said handing me a goddamn copy of Death Warrant. Oh wow. Best Christmas ever guys. I mean minus my wife and kids being dead and there being a zombie apocalypse going on. Well that's not all here. And that's when Chris Eason handed me a double impact DVD. Double impact? I said damn near shit myself. And we found this one too. Sean Burt said giving me that Robert Redford nod. Thanks man. And in my hands was yet another DVD. Nowhere to run. You guys really made this zombie Christmas pretty okay. I said, looking out the window to see the zombies breaking through our barriers and kind of overrunning the camp. Oh, fuck! And before we gathered our guns to shoot the shit out of some zombies on zombie Christmas, I looked over to Don the shitbox wizard and he said to me, Zombie Christmas sucks ass. And Don was right. Merry Chris Kwanzaa. And that's the end of the shit. Yes, it is. Thank you to Donald Fisher, Chris Brooks, and Bodhi Sonata, our trusted tur triad. They're in the shitbox on Facebook and the Discord. Dookie Slayers, of course, in Discord. Thank you to the Godhead. Yes. Thank you to the Garbage Disposal. Thank you, Alan. Both of those are on Facebook. Along with the official Scoutcast shitbox. S-H asterisk T-B-O-X. All the best memes. And all the best memers. It's a place I go to for joy. Fucking A. Thank you to Mrs. Scriptkeeper. She is mad at you. Yeah, you didn't let me finish. Thank you for not murdering me. Not so far. All right, that's fair. But thank you to her. And thank you to, you know, Zach yeah, the Douche. Our producers. Info at 
scatcast.com gets you to talking to us. Yep, scatcast.com is our hub. Patreon.com forward slash scatcast is where you join our army. Yes, and thank you to the fat cats, Matthew Pernar, Jason Claser, Sean Burrett, Donald Fisher, and fat cat Hall of Famers, Jose Montez, and Chris Eason. And also many thanks to our alley cats. Fuck yeah, Michelle Betts, John Whitehorn, Brian Crandall, Deja Arnold, Jadis Combs, James Bolton, Lynn Hoagland, yep, and Mark King. Thank you for being our friends. Yep, and thank you to all the patrons, the littermates, the scat cats, and the inside scoopers. Fuck yeah, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Yeah, and we'll see you next week for another Dave and Angus show. Well, we've got some things to say about some shit. We'll sing some songs, do interviews, and pee against the wind. It's Dave and Angus. Show right now, let's go. Bing bong.